0: Emily Lindenbaum with Bridalbrook Adult Community at Muhammad, the Waterford at Bridalbrook, <laughs> to be specific. Emily, good to see you again.
1: Thanks for having me in this morning.
0: We're going to talk, uh, you know, it, it is a uh, assisted living facility, but uh, it is uh, also, you, you offer memory care out there as well.
1: We do. So um, we have our assisted living side of the building, which does, we do, you know, it, everyone knows us as that, but we also do have our memory care side of the building, which is a locked. Um, s- community in itself, I guess. And that it sounds very harsh, um, but it's for the safety of the individuals with dementia and the Alzheimer's disease. Um, so we're just kind of going to talk a little bit about mm-hmm. memory care, I guess, in mm-hmm. general, and kind of maybe the effects that um, it can take on a caregiver or a spouse taking care of someone or their loved one with dementia or Alzheimer's.
0: That's kind of one of those tough things. If you if you are the spouse and, and you notice uh, your, your, your partner kind of deteriorating some, you really don't want to have to place them, but it's it's kind of the best decision for both, for both uh, the person both deteriorating plays, yeah. and yourself.
1: Correct. So on the end of the spouse and the caregiver, so um, taking care of your husband or wife, um, it, it can be a lot. It could be emotionally draining and difficult and sad, can lead to depression and things like that. I mean, seeing someone um, who you knew so well, and they're slowly changing into someone you don't know. Um, And it can be frustrating and difficult, and it takes a huge toll on the caregiver. Mm -hmm. Um, Not to mention when maybe your kid's are seeing that dad needs to go to maybe memory care because it's taking a lot out on mom. Um, That's difficult for the spouse to make that decision because they have that guilt of placing Mm -hmm. their person that they promised forever that they would take care of. Um, But ultimately, you're still taking care of them by making that decision for their well-being and safety, and that's what they would want for, Mm. you know, yourself. So um, I think that's the huge thing when I meet with, a wife, for example, who's taking care of their husband, um, she'll come to me with all this guilt and she knows that she's just, she's having so much trouble at home and she can't handle it. And she's has, you know, outside caregivers coming in and helping, but it's just taking a lot of toll on her and health wise and her safety. Um, and she just has so much guilt of that mm-hmm. placement. But ultimately, once the decision's made and that move happens, it, the light at the end of the tunnel is seen, and then she can enjoy doing the things she used to do and enjoy her time with her husband. Mm-hmm. I guess using the, the he and she as an example. So, right, but yeah.
0: So when somebody uh, does come to you, you have that conversation, do you kind of, what do you lay out for them as far as, uh, you know, what Bridalbrook provides?
1: Sure, so depending on my relationship with the individual, I definitely dive in very general education. Um, I. I, of course, want the individual to choose Bridal Brook if if they're going to be a good fit for us, but I also want to educate them, and them making the decision to come talk to me is already huge. So I don't want to scare someone and give them a sales pitch, I guess. Um, So I, I do kind of approach it in almost a general sense. But um, specifically, what Bridalbrook can offer and what we do differently is we have um, our music therapy programs and things, um, uh, activity-wise, that are kind of does set us a little bit apart, I think, and of course our home-like atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'll talk about the specifics of the color coding of the hallways. Um, the door frames are all a different color to kind of help distinguish if that's going to, you know, help aid in the memory of where their room is at. Um, and just the overall care that we can provide. So we can have that one-on-one time with someone mm-hmm. that needs it. Mm-hmm. And we can, we aren't going to get burnt out because, you know, our staff, sh- has different shifts, and so they aren't going to get that burnout feeling um, and frustration. Mm
0: -hmm. And what, you know, you hear stories about, uh, you know, uh, Alzheimer's patient has wandered off and they can't find them or what have you. What kind of precautions do you guys take?
1: So our uh, unit is a locked unit, um, and I actually can say we run um, drills, wandering, it's a wandering drill that we run, I bet we run it at least once every two weeks or so. Mm -hmm. Um, And what that means is we'll take one of our residents and our um, nurse or our DON will take one of our residents out, and we will start a timer to see how long it takes for our staff to recognize that a person is out of the unit. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, of course, we have alarms and stuff when the doors do open, but sometimes, well, it's never happened for us, but uh, an individual can wander out behind someone. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm happy to say, though, that our staff is very prompt to recognizing, and I don't think we've ever surpassed like Two minutes or mm-hmm. less, I think, is is that that time. Mm-hmm. So, because um, all eyes are on everyone at all time, right. um, which is the beauty again of, of a memory care unit. So,
0: talking with Emily Lindenbaum with the uh, Waterford at Bridlebrook in Muhammad, you had mentioned uh, music therapy. Uh, I guess how does that work? Is that uh, uh, you know depending on the age of the patient, maybe music they would have be familiar with from younger from when they were younger or, or you know how does that work
1: so it really honestly it's a wide range of anything from just instrumental musics to just a little hum rhythm mm-hmm. I mean um, and it, it, it is awesome to see that the ones that aren't able to communicate any longer with us but they're able to pick up on a simple like humming or tapping of their foot to keep along with rhythm mm-hmm. um, which is is it's great to see because that is interaction and that is um, stimulation that is very important still at every stage so Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. so 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 that's uh, you know as far as the memory care side goes and and you had mentioned their the assisted living in the memory care are they separated I mean do can these uh, residents intermingle at all Uh, is there there a common area
1: yeah so and that's actually a a good point to point out that's a huge thing too i think that may set us apart from other facilities too is our individuals down in memory care that are still able to do our exercises up in assisted living and things um, we will take every opportunity we can to get the individuals that are able to Mm -hmm. still interact and, and still you know, go out to lunch and things like that. So that does happen. Um, as far as memory care residents, they do have to be accompanied, obviously for safety. Sure. Um, our assisted living residents, um, they do get involved. They'll do book club down there, um, e- even though maybe the memory care residents may not um, partake in that. They'll still sit in the circle and. Again, it's that stimulation of just listening to the conversation of them talking about mm-hmm. the book, um, and then also the garden down in our memory care um, area. Um, our assisted living residents take care of that too, so mm-hmm. um, there is kind of that intermingle.
0: Sure, and if uh, so, you know somebody does come in, uh, you know they're going to be on the on the memory care side of things. Do you encourage to bring some items from home just so there's some familiar familiarity with this new place? Sure.
1: So um, the requirement is just personal belongings and Mm -hmm. hygiene products. Um, We do provide all the furniture and the bedding except for, like, the personalized quilts and things that um, individuals want to bring. My big personal thing that I always push is memory books, Mm -hmm. photo albums, whether it's just a simple photo album with photos in there. It doesn't have to be some fancy scrapbook or anything. Um, It's just very interesting um, and it's really, it. it's very heartwarming to see, honestly, with our memory care residents, even if they have no idea who's in the book, they will open it up and they'll tell you some story about so-and-so, even though they may not mm-hmm. know who it is. Right. But it's just, again, that interaction that you can have with them about these make-believe people and mm-hmm. they'll just, they love it. And, um, and, and again, it also helps does individuals do recognize looking through these books and it does take them back and Mm -hmm. it's really cool to see but those photo albums and memory books are me personally if someone's asking um, the out of the box item they should bring that I always uh, do mention that so
0: Emily Lindenbaum with the Bridal Out in Muhammad talking about their memory care today. People have questions, want to find out more, take a tour of of the uh, place. Uh, How do we get in contact?
1: Yeah, so you can give me a call um, anytime. I can do evenings and weekends um, by appointment. And any other time you just want to pop in and have lunch or dinner or breakfast sometime, um, you can reach us uh, at 217-586-3200. Or you can go to our website at capitalseniorliving.com dot com mm-hmm. at and then at the Waterford at Bridalbrook.
0: Emily, thanks for coming in today.
1: Yep, thanks.